now, back to Tesh Matters with Jeff Boggs. Phone lines are open. Reach out and touch Jeff at 367-1240. We're back three minutes before 11 o'clock. A moment ago, we were listening to last night's city council meeting, or at least a portion of it. And since they were talking about those speed cameras in uh, school zones, I guess we could kick it off there. But first of all, good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Good to be here. Appreciate your coming by as always. I uh, guess the holiday pushed the meeting a day. It did. It did. I didn't want to skip one. I've only skipped one meeting, one holiday, and I just felt like I couldn't catch up. So we just push them to the next day. There you go. But um, council met last night, and one of the early things on the agenda was uh, finalizing an ordinance you introduced a couple of weeks ago in regard to the changes to the speed cameras. Uh, Tell us what was eventually settled on and the big difference, I guess, between okay. what was and is now. Sure. Well, the biggest difference is we had a uh, 4,000 tickets in 12 days, and that amazed us and scared the hell out of us because no one expected that. So we put them all to be warning tickets after some negotiating with Blue Line. So all those tickets became warning tickets. So we kicked back off again on January the 8th. We were rushed to get some things in place before January the 8th because we knew we had some issues kind of on all sides. So, you know, take ownership for what's yours and fix what's not, what is yours and fix what's not yours. So what we did was we reduced the fine, and the typical fine that has been issued is around $183 when you're doing over 10 miles in the school zone. So we reduced that to $80. So all the tickets got cut by $100 per ticket because it goes up as you go faster. Mm -hmm. So the ticket that people will get now, there's one ticket that is $50, there's one ticket that's $80. But we're still not doing anything except over 10 miles per hour. So the fine got reduced. That was a big issue. The next thing, if you were going to appeal, we needed a better appeals process. And the way it was written, it really couldn't be or shouldn't be the city prosecutor or the chief because they're kind of part of the system, if you will. So we are hiring a private attorney. There was also this ridiculous $50 fee that if you thought you were right and you wanted to appeal, you had to pay 50 bucks. That, that makes no sense. So that $50 went away. And so now we have a local person that probably twice a month there'll be hearings as we hopefully we don't need them because we don't have tickets. But uh, they will group up 25 or 30 tickets and then have a hearing of the people who want to appeal those tickets. So we put a better process in place for that. Um, trying to think of what else. Oh, we put additional signage. I paid for um quickly some billboards that are up now that tell you that it's going to go hot on january the 8th and i have said this repeatedly that probably close to 200 people that came to the meeting did a very good job much better than we did of getting the word out um because we had a 30-day warning period but we also realized that some people got tickets and warnings the same day which you know that wasn't fair so that was how we had the uh the ability to negotiate with Blue Line to say, whoa, that's that's not how it's going to go. So um, we also have permanent signs that will go up actually tomorrow that uh, the company has met all of the state requirements for their signage as it is now. Well, we wanted to go one extra level. So 
The state statute says between 250 and 500 feet. So we're going to go at 500 feet to give you as much, you know, uh, landing strip as we can to slow down. So at about 500 feet from the cameras, signs will go up tomorrow that are permanent that just say speed enforcement ahead. They already are the required signs. We wanted to put some additional signs that the city made. So those will go up so that you even have more of an area to say, hey, I'm approaching some cameras. I need to slow down. So our hope is that we don't give a lot of tickets. It's not a, it's not a money grab. What we're trying to do is just slow people down in the school zones. So we had the meeting um, two weeks ago, uh, let, you know, the last past meeting, there was a special meeting, and then we had this meeting, so that's allowing us to get the ordinance passed, which we did last night, so that all these changes will be in effect for January the 8th. Gotcha. But that was kind of the, the crux of, you know, what we were doing. So we had, we didn't get the word out good enough. Uh, we added additional signage. We lowered the fines. We cleaned up the uh, appeal process. I mean, all those things we felt, you know, had to happen. Gotcha. And, uh, by the way, you mentioned the special meeting. Uh, Dan Doyle back uh, on yes. the council. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, I'm thrilled. We got somebody who knows the ropes, who's, you know, been at that position before. He served a couple terms as a city councilman. He served a couple terms uh, my first term last year, as uh, last term, as the mayor pro tem. So he's got a lot of experience, hits the ground running, put his name in, and, uh, yeah, I'm excited to have him back. It kind of reminds me of old times when I was the mayor pro tem, and I'd look across, and he was the uh, councilman. So, uh, yeah, that's a good thing. All right. Has he indicated um, that he's going to run again in November or October, he, whenever we, it is? I hadn't really talked about that. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, he came for now, and he's filling the spot and, and uh, going to do a great job, and uh, I hope he does. But uh, you know. Of course, Mayor Pro Tem is up. All the seats are up in November. Right? We all run. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, Is it November or October? Uh, November. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Right we along with the presidential election. Correct. Yeah. We all qualify in July. Gotcha. So, again, uh, getting back to uh, the council meeting. But, yeah, I, too, uh, welcome uh, Dan back to the council. Uh, other ordinances you dealt with? Um, and, and you had a couple announcements at the start uh, as well. I did. Some Some, sometimes things get lost at the end of the meeting because a lot of people, from the you know, you don't see that from the camera, but people bail out. Uh, pretty regular. Um, so you end up kind of with an empty room by the end of the meeting, and then the media covers whatever they think, uh, I don't know, whatever their direction was to come and cover. They don't really branch out. If the TV stations are there, they basically cover whatever their boss told them to come and cover. So I decided real quick, I was kind of pumped. We got two grants that I'm very excited about. One is the half-million-dollar demo grant, and this is one that we took a fairly unique approach. We ask people if you have a house, a property, uh, a commercial, if you have something that you would want torn down, but uh, we're not making you. We could have run around with our normal demo process and forced people, but the timeline didn't work for the grant. So the council did a great job, as did my administration, and we all got involved of finding people who had, you know, uh, uh, neglected properties, to put it nicely, that needed to go. Yeah, and so, so when you are receiving or uh, welcoming people to put their name in the hat, nothing was guaranteed at that time. Nothing, nothing. Nothing yeah. was guaranteed, and we said that the whole time. You know, uh, one of these days we, you might be back, we might be back in touch with you, and it won't be on these same terms. But this is a chance that uh, with no confrontation, you know, we can work together and partner. 
So we tried. Well, we found out we got the grant, so we have a half million dollars. It's also going to be a regular state program for the next couple of years, so I'm very much hoping that we can get it again next year. So that's a half million dollars worth of blighted properties that will come down. Uh, very excited about that. And then we started the engineering for the detention, retention pond uh, on the side of Acadian Acres that will drain to Bayou Tesh and, and eliminate some flooding in those areas. We had budgeted two, almost $2.9 million for the project, and we got a grant for $3.1 million for the same project. So what that will do, now this money can only be used for drainage, just like the other grant can only be used for um, demo. Every, all grant money is grant-specific. So what that does allow, though, is the $2.9 million that we budgeted goes back into the drainage fund that can only be used for drainage. But what it gives us is what horsepower. Now we have the $3.1 million that will take care of the detention, retention pond, and then we can start looking at additional drainage projects because we could put that money back in. So that's awesome. Um, we also have the million dollars that we're starting to clean canals. We put out the first bid package, and the contractor that was the low bidder is working in some of those canals now. So I really think that the next big push, the next year or two, is especially with this grant, will allow us over the next couple of years to really focus on more you know, drainage projects. So those two things to me were huge. I mean, that's uh, $3.6 million that didn't come out of our coffers. There you go. Speaking of drainage projects, how did it go on Jefferson Terrace? Pretty good. Uh, you know, we uh, streets back open. They're, they're kind of wrapping up a um, few more weeks for sure, but uh, that, that's going well, and that's as far as we can go. That gravity or, you know, the, f the lay of the land lets us go. Um, we are talking to the engineer about downsizing the pipe and possibly getting further up. Um, that would at least move some more water, but, uh, again, we're, we're kind of uh, out of elevation, so we can't go too much further with that size pipe. But uh, good project. Uh, wish it could go further. Uh, still don't have the answers I would like to have for the other end by Senior High and Walmart and those areas at flood. But uh, that's something we're still studying to try to figure out what we could do because uh, it's all tidal. It all goes to those uh, canals. And, uh, you know, you get to the point that there's a high tide and a north wind and there's just no flow. Gotcha. A couple other ordinances that were up for adoption. Uh, one dealt with the... Pepperplex uh, payment system, and yes. also talked a little bit about hiring uh, there. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. We uh, we had always said in January would be the time. We're trying to get where field rentals start sometime in February, and tournaments we hope start in March. That doesn't seem to be, you know, some people have have been a little aggravated. Uh, you got to think about it. A year and a half ago, we basically started construction and took over, I'm not knocking what was there. People worked long and hard and many years to put it there, but it was definitely below the level that it needed to be. Um, so we've spent uh, a little over $3 million. We have a half million dollars going into the road out. We just bought that property. We have a, another 1.5 million coming from the state and capital outlay. That's what we're approved for. We're asking for another million. I mean, it is, it is a place that's under construction. So a few people have been impatient, uh, which is a good thing. I mean, I think that when we start, we're, gonna, we're not going to be able to satisfy. Good to know there's demand. Right, right. And I think that there will be more demand than supply, but uh, it's a good problem to have. So we put out some applications, uh, job descriptions for monitors 
that's going to be kind of probably mostly young people, I would think, and, and they will be there to babysit the facility while it's being utilized to make sure that people aren't doing something they're not supposed to do, to make sure the lights are out, the trash is up, uh, they're only on the fields they're supposed to be on, just, just basically as the title says, a monitor. We've already got four or five really good applications and uh, probably a stack of 10 or 15. I called through some this morning. Richard will be back in the office next week, and so he'll start setting up interviews, but we're kind of, you know, making a pile. And for one day of putting it out, I'm very encouraged. I had some really, really, you know, good applications. Um, still looking for the director that will be under Richard. St we just hired a part-time director that will work up to 24, 25 hours a week. Um, someone who'd worked for the city before, which I'm excited about. Then, uh, so we're starting to fill our positions, have a meeting next week to talk about umpires. See, when, when people rent it for their a tournament, when a big tournament comes, they bring their own umpires, they bring their own security. You know, we don't have to do that. But we do realize that there will be sometimes that smaller people, you know, companies or smaller associations will host tournaments that we're, we're going to need some of that. Uh, you know, league play, they, they do their own. But uh, so we're in the process. It's not uh, a huge rush. So we're on the process of meeting with the umpire association, talking to them. That'll happen next week. We are looking into lightning protection. Both Broussard and Youngsville have lightning detectors, if you will. So I'm looking at that with a company called Thor that does th those two ballparks. That's something that's coming. That uh, and, and a lot of this, you know, we needed the money in the new budget, number one. We needed to finish the construction project. I wanted to make sure that more funds were coming, uh, and they are, which is a good thing. So we're moving toward that February rental date that fields would start to rent, and then toward somewhere around, you know, March or April that uh, tournament play could begin. So Little League is happening, and, and that's working, and they have better facility, both, you know, soccer and uh, Evangelical Little League. So I'm excited. I mean, the future's bright out there. We just got to finish the work, and people just need to be a little patient and, and let us get staffed up and uh, finish our work. There you go. The other uh, ordinance uh, dealt with the contract uh, IT um, maintenance agreement with Vince Como. Yes, Vince has handled our IT for the last few years, done a really good job, and that was just a contract renewal. All right. Resolutions that were up for final adoption, uh, and this would go to Bank Street Park improvements and additions. Yes, that is the pavilion, basketball pavilion, got resurfaced, got also marked for pickleball. There was an old concession stand right in the middle of it that didn't allow, like, a full court. That all got demoed, patched, and uh, taken into the facility to become, a you know, a regular-sized basketball court. We have a really nice walking trail that ended up being a concrete trail around the park. Uh, so it was just finishing those projects up with the punch list, normal right. procedure. There you go. And um, dealt with a change order to West End Park air conditioning upgrades. Yeah, we spent $104,000 replacing some air handlers that needed it, and we know the boiler's coming. While this was out, the boiler just happened to <laughs> break at a good time, I guess you could say, because this equipment is out of the way as it's being replaced, and so the boiler is being repaired. So that change order was repairs to the boiler. It will be in next year's budget to change the boiler. So I'm hoping we can get by this year by patching it. Um, as it is, you know, you start something, you you <laughs> it never ends. But these older buildings just, uh, you know, had been neglected, and we I talk about that all the time, that in the last seven years, from electrical panels to roofs to painting to lighting to air conditioning systems, 
it has been one thing after another, but, uh, you know, we're just blessed that we found a way to fund these things and uh, that, you know, we, we, we are making those uh, repairs or additions because uh, we, we want our facilities to be utilized. All right. Also had an issue with asphalt core testing. Uh, at what part of the process and I guess, deciding on or uh, evaluating what the cost might be? No, that, yes, that does come into play. But all this was was a name change because one, the company got bought out. Okay. So all that we talked about at this particular juncture was just to get the right name, uh, you know, just clean up the paperwork. But we do do core testing on existing asphalt. They do do testing on new asphalt to make sure that it meets the requirements and is the right uh, recipe, if you will. Um, but we needed to get the name change. Gotcha. Had one item under property standards, revisiting 620 East St. Peter Street. Looks like um, 626, and I, I think I have these right. It looks like there was a decent job of boarding that one up. Yes. I'm guessing this is the other one. This is the blue one. As you're heading down St. Peter Street with the flow of traffic, the first one that you yeah, come across, yeah. the couple across the street bought it. Uh, they will begin renovating in about a month. So they bought it and are determined to save it. It was her father's house. So we'll watch the progress on that. The other house, the council voted to tear down, and uh, now we're in a lawsuit. So we won't do anything with it until the lawsuit's finished. So which one did board up better then? Because it seemed to me it was the second one. But again. Yeah, I'll have to go look. I mean, they're both boarded up, you know. I'm the one that coined the phrase "ugly meets code." Yeah, uh, I'll have to go well, and see. One I'm of them sure. had an uh, issue in the back. A fire had yes. opened it up. Yes, yeah. the the second house had a fire. Okay, the the yellow one. Gotcha. So anyway, well, like I said, one is progress should start, and the other uh, we're in a lawsuit. Understood. Yep. Uh, finance reports. Kevin Zarang offered up uh, the present budget to actual for the. Uh, I guess the completion of the uh, last fiscal year. Yes, that was finished off of the year and make sure that everything was in 5%. And if it wasn't, have a reason why. And we finish, finished off the year fine. So audits start, uh, I think, next month. All right. Anything out of council remarks? Uh, uh, the only thing we didn't talk about was, the, did we talk, how much we talked about the crime cameras? Uh, we didn't talk anything about the crime cameras. Yeah, because yeah, uh, that was another item that was on the agenda. I, unless I missed it. 5A, I think. Go to 5A. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, I did skip over that uh, ordinance authorizing the mayor to negotiate and execute sales agreement, master service agreement by uh, and between the city and active solutions. Yeah, that's that's just a big one. That's something I've been waiting on. I was all fuddled up. I tried to do it at item three, which was the uh, blue line Mm -hmm. school zone cameras. I was so hopped up. But that just is a game changer for us that uh, we're spending one point three million dollars by that uh, item. To have the crime cameras, there'll be 125 crime cameras spread out through town. That's the money that we negotiated from Clico, if you remember, with the uh, franchise agreement. We got 1.7 million. 1.3 goes directly to cameras. Uh, 300,000 will go to additional street lighting, uh, some associated with the cameras. Um, we also buy a mobile unit that can be moved around for festivals or in a, you know hot spots that we wouldn't have a camera for some reason. It's a seven-year contract. They handle all the maintenance. They move up to 10 cameras a year because it's my hope that we fix some areas and get to move the cameras. It wouldn't be nice if I didn't have a place to move the cameras to. Mm. But anyway, I'm sure I will. So this uh, gives us some flexibility with camera locations. 
Um, in addition to that, we have spent $200,000 on the video wall that will be monitored at the police department. We also kind of broached the subject that let's get all this up and running, and then we're going to need to hire a couple of more analysts to be a real-time crime center where when you see something, you can dispatch units. Um, you're not just looking to solve crimes, you're looking to prevent crimes. Um, we feel that you get a shooter off the street and that stops the retaliation and stops some of the other things that seem to go on. Um, so you can actually prevent some shootings. It also, with the tire dumping and all the, the you know, litter and the nuisance crimes and the door pulling for, you know, to break into cars and those kind of things, when people see that they are is an extensive crime camera system, we are hopeful that they will seek their opportunities elsewhere, mm -hmm. um, like outside of our city. So anyway, but that's a big deal. Uh, took a lot of doing. That's uh, two different times over, you know, over a year of almost two years of negotiating to do the franchise agreement early to have those funds. We spend this money, and it's paid for for seven years. We have no other expenses um, with the system, and it was a way to get that system, you know, with no note, with no bond, um, so that we can save that money um, for other things. But uh, just excited about that. This is the first step. Uh, Chief and I really do think that this will be a game changer, and it's certainly needed. Timeline on getting those up? Man, I want them so fast. We have 28 poles that we own, telephone poles. I'm negotiating with Clico again to be able to put the cameras on their poles. That's illegal right now. That would be my fastest way to get this accomplished. The cameras will go up in banks of 25. We will pay them in banks of 25 completed cameras, all checked out, working fine. You know, here's a payment. So it will be progress payments as the contract goes along. They're ready to start putting them up because they don't get any money till they put them up. So it's kind of an incentive-based contract of – you want your money? Where's my cameras? Uh, I do need the answer, and they are working on it. I do need the answer, and I think it's going to be, you know, I'm not holding my breath, but I think it's going to be favorable because the fastest way to supply the electrical power to them and to put them up on, and mount them to something would be the Clico poles. They don't let other businesses, they don't, uh, because it's in-house and it's not a business, uh, we think we have a good shot of getting that. But that's going to determine you know, step one, but uh, first thing I will do if they tell me no is quickly sync as many telephone poles as I can so that I can get at least the first 25 cameras up. While they're doing those, we'll be doing the rest of the poles. But it's a slower process because we've got to put the pole up. Then we have to hire an electrician to bring the power to the pole, where on the Clico poles, the power's there. So I am hopeful that that is going to work out, but uh, we're hoping that uh, we gave it a year process totally to be totally finished um in the contract i'm hoping it's quicker than that okay so that was uh i think i that, with that we got yeah, uh, no. the, the whole agenda in there we did anything Thank else you. going on you know we got stuff going on all over the place it's uh it's a good time to be the mayor we uh are very fortunate to be here B still feel blessed after seven years to have this job uh we have projects going all over the place I was at the project meeting yesterday at the Steamboat Pavilion across the street from us now. That's going along well. The rain is kind of, he's about out of the ground. Uh, he's got another, maybe another critical month to get uh, all of his dirt fill in, his footings down, and his uh, concrete rock fill to elevate before he does that. So a little bit more inconvenience there. Yeah, uh, before you move on, though. Sure. Saw some 
artist renderings in the Iberian about that. It looked like uh, the stage area was going to have a separate covering and looked yes. like it was distant from... It is. We extend the pavilion for almost 50 feet to get to the stage, so you have a bigger dance floor. We could not afford to extend the roof the whole way, at least not now. So the stage has a separate covering. There is a ramp because people asked me they couldn't see the ramp. There is a ramp to get uh, band equipment up and down. Uh, that's on the back side that, you know, you didn't see in that little rendering. Uh, plenty of electrical power. All of the electrical remained that's there now remains. When we did Felicity's landing and had to bring electrical power for the landing, I beefed up the electrical design there just in case because it's right next door. And then the engineers put new electrical for all the stage because people were calling me concerned that I wasn't going to have enough electrical and that there was no ramp. Uh, a few people did ask me, you know, why the roof didn't connect the whole thing. We just couldn't afford it. I mean, it's over a million dollars. We had to stop somewhere. So the stage has a separate roof, and you'll have a, an open dance floor between the existing pavilion and it. So it actually makes the pavilion bigger. Um, you get all that stage out from under the existing pavilion, which took up a whole lot of body mm. space. So you will definitely be able to put quite a few more people there. And with that overflow area up to the stage, I think it's really going to host uh, you know, a whole lot of events. Gotcha. We'll uh, take a call. Uh, sure. Caller held on. Hi, you're in there. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Mayor. Happy New Year to Good you. Good morning. Hi. Same to you. Okay, listen, Mayor. I, I wanted to ask you a quick question. Sure. On uh, Bank Street uh, Park, where they have that, uh, you know, where, uh, where you shoot basketball at, did, huh? did you ever get a chance to raise up the fence? Because, boy, a lot of times we, we've been playing basketball underneath. They almost got hit, man. Okay. Uh, yeah, because there's no real fence around that open pavilion. Never, never has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's a point. I'll have to look into that. Okay. Th- thanks a lot, Mayor. Oh, not a problem. Y'all have a good day. You too. Appreciate the call. Three six seven, one two four. The other lines, the business line. But okay. anyway, uh, any other projects you wanted to update? Uh, you know, uh, Jefferson Terrace is wrapping up. Uh, Bank Park. Each council person got funds, and so, like in Bank Park, you're going to see exercise equipment along the new walking trail. There'll be some exercise equipment in West End along that walking trail. Um, We have uh, some playground equipment coming. This is all money that was given to each council member to spend in their district. We have some sidewalks coming again, so I'm excited about those projects. Capital Outlay, we got the letter of approval on the $1.5 million last week for the Pepperplex, so now our design team can begin its work uh, it's a long process uh, i don't look at anything bidding of that until you know probably midsummer but uh excited to start that we have some more money coming that i'm waiting on to get the word for the two gyms in the parks um the sprinkler system at sear gates will be coming soon uh you know we're still making huge investments in our infrastructure all over town um Road program, that should begin to shop February, March for bonds. And we're probably looking at, uh, I don't know, I'd say August bid date. Uh, It's kind of working to our advantage. We keep hearing and seeing that interest rates probably will drop. It's a big election year. 
So we feel that interest rates will drop, some, not, not our election, presidential. We feel that some interest rates will drop, and that will let us get more money. And the Fed has indicated that. Yes, they, they have. Yeah, okay. So I'm, I'm excited about that because if we can play the game right and wait till February or March and they drop, well, that's more money we have to spend. So uh, road work's coming. Uh, really pumped with this new money that I can put back in the drainage account. Um, so now we're going to get our engineers to start looking at uh, other areas that we can service and drainage. So kind of exciting time. A lot of infrastructure coming this year, and, and that's a good thing. That's the basics of government. Anything else uh, yeah, going on? That's it. Appreciate uh, your coming by as always. Trust Thank uh, you. Since we uh, last spoke, uh, it was before the holidays. Trust you had some good holiday good uh, holidays. moments. Good little kind of downtime with family and uh, spend a few days working on an old truck, something I like to do. All right. Always a pleasure. Thank you.